Let's go. Welcome back to the Me Time Your Host Pod. Great night last night. Uh, hoops wise, betting wise. The Nuggets beat the Lakers at the Forum in LA. That was a pretty good game. It was close through three quarters, and then the Nuggets closed it out in the fourth uh, behind offense from Jamal Murray, defense rebounding from Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon, and Jokic did everything. Uh, In the fourth quarter for LeBron, he was really good, but didn't really get any help. Hachimura had a good night uh, for the first three quarters after we talked him up yesterday. But Hachimura, I, okay, so I did my scoring system, uh, my, my custom Me Time Your Host game scoring. It's kind of like keeping score of a baseball game a little bit, but like way more subjective. Shout out to Jeff Mannion who asked how uh, subjective it was, uh, which is a very, very good classic vintage Jeff Mannion question to ask, I'd say. Uh, the answer is my scoring system is uh, I don't know, it's medium. It's, it's medium suggestive as well as medium subjective. It's also very provocative. No, it's not. Uh, all right, so I what I do is, and I posted this on the Me Tom Your Host Instagram. So if you want to follow along on your cell phone on Instagram, I'm Me Tom Your Host, and you can check it out. One of my most recent posts. I don't know. There might be some other nonsense on there, but uh, it looks like green and blue and red, and it looks like uh, I don't know. It just looks like charts, you know, stats, charts. So I go quarter by quarter. I got the players down the vertical axis, and on the horizontal axis, I got uh, game minutes remaining in the quarter. Um, so first quarter for the Nuggets was all Jokic. Uh, he got seven points in my custom scoring system, mostly offensive points. Points could be offensive, defensive, or rebounding. Uh, offensive points are most common, I've noticed since I've started doing this. Um, the whole game, this game, just to give you a sense of where the, where the points are, uh, the Nuggets got 66 offensive points, 11 defensive points, 11 rebounding slash loose ball stuff points, and they got a minus 11 on all minuses. ODR, offense, defense, rebounding, can each be a minus if something, if someone does something boneheaded. Like Jamal Murray throwing the ball out of bounds, which he did once or twice. Um, so that just kind of gives you a sense of the distribution. Uh, 66 offense, 11 defense, 11 rebounding for uh, for Nuggets. And that's this fairly typical. So anyway, first quarter for the Nuggets was all Jokic. Seven points offense, one point rebounding, one minus point. I think he threw the ball out of bounds, tried to do a... Just a quirky Jokic behind the back thingy that went awry and the other team got the ball. For the Lakers, first quarter was all AD, but he got three offense, three defense, one rebound. So he was all over the defensive end, protecting the paint. Looked like AD was engaged early. The Lakers led by six, 33 to 27 after the first quarter in in the custom MTYH scoring system it was 21 to 17 
Lakers over Nuggets. Um, so, so far it's been tracking pretty well between like the Delta and the MTYH score, 21 to 17. So that's a Delta of four for the Lakers and the actual score, which was a Delta of six for the Lakers. So pretty close. So probably because I'm subconsciously gaming the system so that I make it match up, but nah, I think it's fine. Um, good minutes off the bench from, uh, Watson and Holiday for the Nuggets the whole game. They they both did great. Overall, Watson got six and Holiday got seven uh, overall total points. So that was number in the rankings for the Nuggets. That was number four or number five and number six overall in terms of contributions. And they came off the bench. So uh, good job by those bench guys. Uh, Lakers won the second quarter again. So at halftime, the Lakers led by six. They were looking pretty good. LeBron was playing really well. LeBron got to 40,000 points in the second quarter on his second bucket in the second quarter. That was cool. They did a little stoppage of play. So I'm excited to see what happens when he gets to 40,150 points because that's another milestone. You know, no one's ever done it. No one's ever got to 40,150. So hopefully they stop the game again, you know, and and uh, give some – recognition to LeBron, which he so deserves. And, you know, we never give him any recognition for anything he does. So good for LeBron getting to 40,000 points. He's the all-time scoring leader, I assume. Uh, I gave him an O star at one of these. He did some miraculous shit like he always does, even though he's in his 21st year in the league and 38, 39 years old or whatever he is. He's amazing is LeBron. Um, Third quarter, second half started to turn the Nuggets way. Um, Jokic was a monster in the third quarter, uh, especially in the final six minutes. So in the, uh, what is that, the sixth, eighth of the game, Jokic really turned it on and he got, he was just all over the place on the offensive end, rebounding, uh, you know, good defensive positioning as always from him. He, He doesn't get like, highlight real blocks or anything, but he knows where to put himself. And he's so big that he's usually effective defensively, even though he doesn't get those big blocks like AD does. Um, I had the Nuggets outscoring the Lakers 18-9 to in the third quarter. So that was pretty lopsided. And the Nuggets outscored in actual points. The Nuggets outscored the Lakers 31-23 to in the third quarter. So the Nuggets actually had a two-point lead going into the fourth quarter, and the fourth quarter was total beatdown. Beatdown city at the Forum in L.A. Uh, Lakers just couldn't get anything going other than LeBron. LeBron was great. He got six total points, according to my scoring system, uh, which led the Lakers in the fourth quarter. But the next highest was uh, Reeves and Anthony Davis with two points apiece. So... Not not much happening for the Lakers in the fourth quarter. It was just kind of one-dimensional. LeBron every time. Hachimura, who had a good game overall until then, he had nine points in my system going into the fourth quarter, but he had a, a goose egg, a bagel, zero points for Hachimura in the, uh, in the fourth quarter. I don't know if he played the whole quarter. I know Jackson Hayes played a little bit. He played, he played decently well. He got two points in my system too. Um, but... 
for the Nuggets, it was Watson and Holiday. One of the, uh, I think it's Justin Holiday plays for the Nuggets coming off the bench and they were both great in the fourth quarter. Uh, really active hands defensively, running transition, good outlet passes, uh, hit some good buckets. Jokic was great, but Jamal Murray was the closer at the forum last night. Uh, Murray, seven total points in the fourth quarter to lead all scorers in the MTYH scoring system. He was awesome down the stretch. He was doing everything, and he really put it away for the Nuggets. So overall, uh, Nuggets won the game 124 to 114. 77 to 62 nuggets in uh in the meantime your host scoring system. Um leader of the game was Jokic with 22 in my system. Uh LeBron had 17. He was number 2. Uh what exactly is it that you do number 2? AD had 16, uh but he was the only one on the Lakers who had legitimate significant defensive and rebounding plays. He was good. Uh, but again, didn't do much in the fourth quarter. And Michael Porter Jr. I thought had a really good game too, especially defensively and rebounding the ball. He was, he had a, he had a solid game. Aaron Gordon was great. Jamal Murray was the closer. He carried the scoring load. So good win for the Nuggets. Uh, Lakers, I don't know if they have another run in them, to be honest. I think that, you know, LeBron and AD are great when they can play, but they can't play that much just because they're getting older. And I just don't, if, if Austin Reeves is your third option, it's kind of between Russell Reeves and Hachimura for like to be the number three and not a whole lot of help off the bench. So considering that they need so much from LeBron and AD and they don't have a whole lot of help, I don't really see this team making another deep playoff run. Nuggets, on the other hand, they can make another deep playoff run. They're the defending champions, and they're starting to hit their stride at the right time. It's uh, March 3rd now, so there's another month, you know, another month or so, a little bit more left in the NBA regular season, as well as left in my non-parent life. <laughs> it's kind of the same. So my daughter's due on April 17th. I think the playoffs start. Uh, I'm actually going to look that up because if it's the same day, <laughs> if, if my daughter's born on the first day of the 2024 NBA playoffs, that would be a, just a fitting life imitating art, imitating life for me to your host. Uh, NBA playoffs 2024. Start, uh, oh, you're going to love this to your listener. They start on 420, actually. 420, April 20th is the beginning of the first round. Uh, might not be able to uh, partake in the 420 activities considering the uh, onboarding of my daughter. So um, got to be sober for that. But April 16th through 19th is the play-in tournament. So... Maybe I can catch that with my new friend and uh, child. I'm sure she'll love basketball. Um, okay, so 420 is when the NBA playoffs start. So mark that in your date book. 
Yeah, nice win for the Nuggets last night. They're rolling. They're a legit threat to. I don't. I don't know if they'll repeat. Just because I think it is really hard to repeat in today's NBA, just because it's so competitive. I feel like it's like more competitive than it's ever been. And when you win once, you lose a little bit of hunger. I think. And they're still a really good team, but I don't know if they have that hunger in them. And the Celtics have that hunger because they've come up short a couple times. So honestly, at this point, I'm starting to think I'd be surprised if anyone but the Celtics won. Uh, Rockets also got me three and a half small bags last night with their big win over Phoenix. Shout out to me, Tom, your host. For nailing that one, I'll go ahead and pat myself on the back for that. Uh, saying that the Rockets would would be hungry for a split of that uh, same city back to back against the Suns, and they won um, by I think I can just look it up. They won by nine in Phoenix. Uh, it got a little close in the fourth quarter. Me, Tom, your host, started to get the sweats, but then um, Sengun. Went to the rim hard. Jabari Smith went to the rim hard. They 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 kind of got away from going to the rack and they started shooting threes. But then uh, Udoka called a timeout and said, "Hey guys, got to go to the rim." And then the rest is history. They won one eighteen to one oh nine. Three and a half small bags for me, Tom, your host on that one, using some free play that my bookie gave me. So it's all coming up MTYH these days, dear listener. Thanks for sticking with me. What else happened last night? There's some other games. The uh, Heat beat the Jazz in Miami, 126-120. to High-scoring affair in Miami. Uh, looks like Butler put up 37. So he might be starting to hit his stride. That's a good win for the Heat. I think the Jazz are better than a lot of people give them credit for. Um, but the heat, uh, you know, that, that could have been a bad loss for them, but they took care of business, beat the jazz in Miami, uh, Portland plus the points, uh, is back warning Portland beat Memphis by seven in Memphis. Oh, in overtime I'm seeing now. So keep an eye on Portland plus the points because I'm going to put it on a low key Portland plus the points is back. Watch. Not an advisory, not a warning, but a watch because, you know, they did tie after four quarters. So I think that would constitute a cover in itself. But keep an eye on those Portlands because they're pretty powerful plus the points. Nuggets beat the Lakers by 10. Rockets beat the Suns by 9. That wraps up a pretty a lean night last night for the NBA. Today we got some, last night we had Saturday Showtime, tonight we got Sunday Showcase. Saturday Primetime, Sunday Showcase. Uh, so the Sixers are playing in Dallas. Still no Embiid for the Sixers, but they're now winning 105-90 to 90 in Dallas. That's a shocker. Didn't put any bags on this game, didn't really look at it closely. It started at 10 a.m. Pacific, which is always so nice when... Games start that early, but we were working on the bathroom, so uh, we didn't get a chance to watch this one. We finished the tiling the shower wall, so thank you, thank you all. I, I can hear your clapping through the um, through the internet. 
And I appreciate those kind sentiments to know that you're all proud of us over at uh, Whittle. Um, yeah, we put, put the last of the grout in and waiting for it to dry. Then we'll put the valve, shower, and tub spout in. And then we'll be ready to rock in that bathroom. Pretty exciting. So Sixers are beating the Mavs. They, who's scoring points? Tobias Harris has 23. They're in the fourth quarter. There's five and a half left. Sixers are up 15, so they're going to win this one. 21 for Maxi. He's 8 of 15. And 20 for Kelly Oubre Jr. I don't know if Kelly Oubre Jr. has really good publicists or PR people, but I feel like every time I turn on ESPN or TNT or whatever and Kelly Oubre comes off the bench for Philly, they're always talking about how great a player he is and how he's underrated. So I think they've talked about him so many times about being underrated that he's become maybe extremely overrated. He was one for seven from three. So that's not great. I think he's a solid player, but I don't know if he's like uh maybe they're trying to make him the new Robert Covington for a while. Robert Covington was every hipster NBA fans favorite player for being under the radar. Maybe Kelly Oubre Jr. is the new Robert Covington. Uh, and then the Mavs, any, any real clunkers over here? What's Kyrie Irving doing? He's seven for 15 for 18 points. Luke is 10 for 21. Looks like they just don't have that next score. Oh, Derek Jones Jr. Bulls legend, DJ, J, seven for eight, 21 points. So I don't know what's going on over there, but Sixers are going to win a big morale victory in Dallas against the Mavs. Then we got Celtics Warriors. This is a 2022 finals rematch at the Garden in Boston by the uh, Dunkin' Donuts over there. Um, The TD Bank North Garden will host Warriors at Celtics today. For the Warriors, Steph Clay is back in the starting lineup. Moses Moody... Kuminga and Draymond Green for, okay, so Podzemski's out for the Warriors and Wiggins is also out. So that kind of explains why Clay is starting again. Uh, without Wiggins, they are not as good. Without Podzemski, they're about the same. Uh, for Boston, Drew Holiday, Derek White, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Al Horford. So Porzingis is, is not going to play. Um, Porzingis is not going to play, and that I think that's big. I think that's probably like a three or four point swing missing Porzingis because with Porzingis the Celtics are big, right? Like, uh, and the Warriors are small, and so without Porzingis the Celtics are kind of similar in size to the Warriors, so they can't really like dominate inside and from the mid range like Chris Stapps allows them to do. Um, so I think that'll be big. Clay was texting me earlier, uh, talking about how the sky was falling, about how, uh, 10 and a half points is too many points for the Warriors or for the Celtics to be laying at home. He thinks the Warriors, because they've played well recently against the Celtics, including the 2022 NBA Finals, uh, as well as sometimes since then, thinks the Warriors can cover 10 and a half. Uh, spread might have moved a little bit more since then. Let's see what it is now. 
it's eight now. So it's really going towards Golden State. Um, but I don't know. Celtics, Celtics are an absolute wagon. I, I heard. So I don't know. Maybe Celtics can cover that eight points, but probably won't bet it. Just root on the green boys, uh, against the, the bay boys today. That'll be a good game. Just kind of killing time until then. Looks like we got, uh, Mm, 11 minutes until the nominal start time. So probably closer to 29, 30 minutes until the actual start time. They never start on time on ABC Sunday showcase. (laughs) You can forget about that. Forget about it. So that'll be a really good game. I think the intensity will, will be turned up. I'm sad that Porzingis won't play because he really like with, with him on the team, they're like the monsters. And they're like, they can come back at teams with a vengeance and they can play a team with Porzingis that used to beat them and blow that team out instead because he adds so much dimensionality to that offense. And he's pretty good on defense too. So looking forward to watching that one. The Clippers are playing in Minneapolis. Should be fun. Uh, good matchup. The Clippers are struggling a little bit of late. They're now 38 and 20. They're three games back of the one seed. They're currently the four seed in the West. The one seed is Minnesota, the very same team that they're playing. So they could make up a full game on the Wolves today with a win. That should be a good game. Uh, for the Clippers, it's Harden, Mann, George. Paul George is back. Kawhi Leonard and Zubats is also back. Westbrook is out. I heard Westbrook had a fracture. It sucks. hate to see that. I like how he was playing off the bench and being a good morale guy. Um, for Minnesota, it's Conley, Edwards, McDaniels, Carl Towns, and Gobert. So I would say this is probably going to be uh, the, the Wolves at home with the home court special, two and a half, say. Uh, Wolves by two and a half is my guess. It is Minnesota by two and a half. All right. Me, Tom, your host on fire today with these guest lines after picking up the big bags yesterday. Then we got Detroit, Orlando. No, thank you. Charlotte, Toronto. No, thank you. Uh, Knicks, Cavs. Okay. Interested in this one because this is a rematch of the first round of the playoffs last year. For the Knicks, Jalen Brunson, DiVincenzo, Josh Hart, Precious Achua, Hartenstein. Ananobi still out. Randall still out. Mitchell Robinson still out. Really key guys that are still out. Uh, for Cleveland, Garland. Mitchell is game time decision. He's gray, whatever that means. Struz, Mubley, Jared Allen. Um, Karis Levert is game time decision, but he hasn't been doing anything for them. Ty Jerome, the pride of Fire Island, New York, is out. And Tristan Thompson, who is apparently still in the league, is not going to play today. Cavs are 39 and 20. Knicks are 35 and 25. Knicks are reeling a little bit. And I think Cleveland is going to really come out hard and, and blow this out. So might take a look at a Cleveland blowout. I think the spread will probably be Cleveland by seven and a half at home. It depends on whether Mitchell plays, but I'll go down to six and a half. I say Cleveland by six and a half. Cleveland by six and a half. Let's go. Me, Tom, your host. Can't miss. He thinks he's Steph Curry. Let's go. Guess the lines. All right, then we got uh, Indy at San Antonio. Eh, 
Who cares? And then OKC Phoenix. That's kind of fun. OKC on the road with SGA, Giddy, Lou Dort, Jalen Williams, Chet Holmgren. The other Jalen Williams is out. The bigger one is out. The Razorback, Jalen Williams. The J-Dub guy. I assume. Uh, maybe I have these wrong. Maybe I have them mixed up. One of the Jalen Williamses is out. Let's see if I can click on his name here and get a pick. Yeah, okay. The The better one is playing. And the other one who's still great. He's still very a very good player in his own right. He's a very good Jalen Williams in his own right. Razorback Jalen Williams, the bigger guy. He's out today. For Phoenix, Bradley Beal is back. Eric Gordon, who is apparently still in the league, is a game-time decision. Grayson Allen will play. Kevin Durant will play. Nurk is game-time decision. Phoenix just lost to Houston last night at home, and now they're playing a home-home back-to-back against OKC. OKC's on a mission. Thunder is rolling. Rolling Thunder review. I, I think uh, OKC wins this by a lot. Oh, by the way, I think I'll probably put a small bag on the Cleveland Cavaliers to win by more than six and a half against the reeling Knicks. The Thunder, I think, will be laying three and a half to Phoenix. The tired, uh, maybe four and a half. Let's say OKC by four and a half. It's OKC by six and a half. So keep going. I didn't go far enough on that. Um, that seems, that seems right. Um, I don't really want to bet on that game. Uh, go Thunder. Go, uh, John and Susie and their, their new kid, Garner. Uh, go Thunder for all you podheads out there. Um, all right. So let's get a quick summary. Philly, Dallas. Phyllis is going to beat Dallas. Uh, not going to bet on Warriors Celtics, but go Celtics. Uh, line seems right for Clippers Wolves. So not going to bet on that Detroit, Orlando. No one will watch Charlotte, Toronto. No one will watch Cleveland. Let's go small bag on Cleveland to win by, uh, to cover that six and a half point spread by the shores of Lake Erie. Um, I like my hometown company team, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Indy San Antonio Spurs, no thank you. And OKC Phoenix, no thank you. All right, it's four minutes from the nominal tip-off time. Hopefully we'll have Mike Breen on hand at the TD Bank North Garden in Boston, uh, fueled by some Dunkin' Donuts. Maybe the Dun Kings, uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon will be on hand. Um, Should be a fun one in Boston today. Uh, Go Celtics. This is me, Tom, your host. Signing off. Happy Sunday. Good night.